This is Moments with Foo with James Foo Torres, better known as Foo, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant people on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. Moments with Foo is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board and your host, Foo. Hello and welcome to Moments with Fu. I'm your host, James Fu Torres, but you can call me Fu, hence the name of the podcast. And today I have Cindy Adams. She is a retired health psychologist and also an author, and I'm going to let her tell you more about that. But first, Cindy, how are you? I'm very well, James. How are you today? I'm doing good, doing good. I'm feeling good, very productive. Uh, so I'm I'm ready to to get started with this so right. we can get some good uh, takeaways for the audience. <laughs> All right. Perfect. So uh, please give us a, a brief review of your background first. Okay. Well, I have to name drop. I was a professor at the University of Connecticut, better known as UConn Huskies. And oh, Huskies. this is basketball season. So I know that will relate to a lot of people. But I, I loved my work there. I worked as a health psychologist teaching future health professionals how to deal with the human side of their patients. And sometimes that translated to motivational things, and sometimes it was uh, just how to relate, communicate to other people. That's uh, that's like really interesting. Uh, but for my own benefit and for the benefit of the audience, uh, can you tell us what kind of subjects uh, health psychology teaches? Okay. Um, well, besides motivation and communication, we get into the specifics of death and dying, you know, how do people accept uh, terrible news, even if it isn't as terrible as death and dying. If you were being told you're going to lose the use of some body part or you have to have a serious operation, it takes a good health professional to handle that well with the poor patient who's just had that news. Um, sexuality, human sexuality is affected by health conditions. And sometimes students are very uncomfortable speaking to older people about that subject. So we work in different ways to get them more comfortable with the subject, make sure they understand the necessary things to say. Um, and just the de developmental stages. So you treat a child differently than somebody at a different level and certainly the elderly at another level. Uh, those are all important uh, for health psychologists. Interesting. I, I, I like it. I like how uh, I love psychology personally. Good. Uh, because I, I love, I love understanding the why people take decisions. Um, that is something that it just intrigues me since I was a kid. Uh, I took psychology class in when I was in college and uh, I, I loved learning about that. And I, at some point I thought about becoming a psychologist, to be honest. Uh, but then I was like, you know what, like, just, I don't know, the, the study part of it. I was like, yeah. I like having conversations, but I don't like to study this frigid way. And that's why I didn't finish my bachelor's. And I just, you know, I got an associate and then I, I'm in entrepreneurship now, right? Like I, I have my own business because of the school system, not because I, I'm not uh, willing to do the things. It's just that I just didn't like the, that, that path. It was like torture for me. And that's why I became an entrepreneur. But you know enough about me um but one last thing of of uh one question about this uh 
because you know you're going such a such a big uh big sports college right like that's how i know about it uh because of Kemba walker more specifically but um <laughs> do you i'm curious do you ever were like the coaches of the, the like sports teams to be like hey can you come in and, and kind of help out with the psychology of things because i know that the the game is a lot mental right like Absolutely. sports are a lot mental do you were you uh ever asked to to help the athletes on, on that matter as a matter of fact um i was part of a a team that worked with helping people to be their optimal best as the players. So we worked with the coaches and with the players to try to optimize what's healthiest and best for the players. If you go in and tell a coach, you know, you're working that kid too hard or something like that, they're not going to listen because their goal is to win. And although they certainly don't put a, pr a no price tag on it. Of course, they put a price tag on it. They wouldn't hurt their pay their um, their players. But uh, sometimes there are underlying things they can trigger, like eating disorders in some uh, particular sports are very triggered by coaches uh, criticizing how the um, player looks or how much they're eating or not eating. You know, so. I worked for quite a few years since eating disorders was my research area with uh, different teams at UConn and very much enjoyed it. Loved the coaches. Some of them are still there and uh, the players I can still follow through the newspaper. It, it's very nice. That's so cool. That's so cool. I, I love sports. That's why, you know, I dig deep into these things because I, 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 especially basketball, basketball is my favorite sport. Um, NBA is the the one uh, professional thing that I that I keep track on uh, more the most because I mean I love sports and if I could uh, not have to worry about work I would be watching sports all day but obviously <laughs> I need to to focus on serving my clients and and, and pushing my business forward so no spend much time there but I will as I get older <laughs> and certainly um, so. Um, my my next question uh, is why did an American woman like you decided to to write a, a serious historical novel about the World War II more than 70 years after the war ended? Like what was your motivation? Well, that that's a deep question. And and I can tell you have a psychology background or you wouldn't have asked that. And I think every field needs a psychology background if they're working with other people. Um, my background also involves my origins. And my mother was, in fact, a war bride from World War II that in Rome, Italy, met my dad, an American GI, and got married after three weeks over there in Italy and came back uh, when she could with the war brides to New England from Rome to Manchester, New Hampshire. It was a big cultural change. But coincidentally, my mother-in-law is also a war bride and she is from the small country known as Slovenia, which was right under Austria and was part of Austria-Hungary when she was born. But because of World War I, uh, it changed names and it kept changing names and has changed names again. But in any case, I was motivated to look at her war experiences because 
later on, I, after years of knowing her, she revealed that one of her brothers never came home from the war. And I thought that was very interesting. She didn't want to say too much about it. But with the family that remains, I was able to find out a lot of answers to the question, what happened to six kids who are all becoming of age as the war starts and they're wanting to start careers, find husbands, find wives, set, set themselves up, and their country is torn apart by war, a war that they really had nothing to do with but are caught in the middle. So I wanted to look more at that, and it turned out to be an amazing story in, in several of their cases, and all of them were greatly changed, of course, by this event. Uh, there was romance. There was uh, bad things done to some of the women by men. There were um, traumas where they were pulled apart, and the Nazis had one uncle in a concent not a concentration camp, a POW camp for most of the war. So they went through a lot. Damn, damn. Yeah, it, I can see how how this connects um, with, you know, your your more immediate background of, of us retired psychologists. Um, I mean, I know that I'm very intrigued about the human mind and by people that make the decisions that they make. So if I had somebody like that, I mean, I kind of have my, my, uh, my great grandpa was Chinese. Maybe I should do some investigative work like that, uh, like you, right. And then just, uh, find out, uh, who is, you know, behind all that. Cause I don't know anything about that. It'd be uh, very interesting. Right. Uh, now you got me thinking about that. Now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, look, I don't know. Cause that's why I'm food. Right. Like that's the last name is Chinese. I figured you were part Chinese. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It is Chinese. Uh, my my great grandpa, Ben Fu, uh, he moved. That's this the American name that he got, um, you know, because they came from, from China to United States. And then from there, like that's the only thing that's as much as I know. So I, I guess, um, you know, maybe when I'm retired too, I, I do, I go on an adventure like that too and start asking questions because I can tell, like, uh, you know, being interested about the human mind and, and, uh, and then learning about that there's a connection like that in your family. And then you start digging into this, into learning about the World War II and how directly affected your family uh, and, and, and how is it part of the story that you exist right now. Uh, and, and, and now you're sharing that through this book, uh, the, to your, your book, the, the Red Torque, right? The Red, the, red, the Red Two, Love and Loss in the Time of Tito. And Tito was the communist leader that took over that those countries right there in Eastern Europe after the war, right after the war, and they had terrible treatment under Tito after the war too. But one thing of advice, if I might, James, if any of your family are still living that knew that grandfather, or if he is in fact still living, get the information now or get it from any cousin or any aunt, anyone who knew. Um, grab it while you can, because when you're an old man, um, it may not be very easily found you know mm -hmm. i mean uh that's the thing so my great grandpa died when my grandpa was two years old and uh my great grandma 
could barely understand English anyway. Like they were, but I don't know. <laughs> they were like two Chinese and then a Puerto Rican that barely, both of them did not speak that much English anyway. So they were just doing, getting wow. by how they could. And that's why, like, I don't know anything. I have some pictures of them together. Um, it's a but, beginning. Mm, and you have DNA, you know, those, those paths open up things too. But if you find a, any living person that knew them or knew about it, that would help. Yeah, even I don't know. Get, I, I will have to. Need a translator. Yeah. yeah, I will have yeah. to. And I don't, you know, because I thought about it, that, that connection. It's, uh, yeah, I need some deep research. Let's see. Maybe, you know, with technology too, right? I'm advancing now with like Ancestry.com, all these different things, yeah. right? That's what I meant um, by DNA. They have this right. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's what I what I think uh, I might I might do. <laughs> cool. But um, uh, yeah, I, I have somebody uh, advise me before, uh, especially using like Mormon sites. I heard. Oh yeah, they're very good at that. They're so. the best genealogists. They keep wonderful records. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I heard. So, yeah, maybe maybe. Right now, my priority is definitely take my business off. <laughs> the, right, like just taking off, like uh, just keep growing uh, okay. because. But yeah, like uh, anyway, great, great advice. You know, you you definitely, um, it definitely, it's a great advice to follow because you want to you want to get the information as as soon as you can to make sure that you um, have it saved somewhere. Sure, definitely, definitely. So, um, can can you give us um, a taste, if I, if you may, about the book? I know you told us like a. a a little the connection that you have of the the time and you explain about tito but you want to give us uh you know a, a little taste about about the book certainly um well it was a beautiful country slovenia but they couldn't stay because they knew hitler was coming he was practicing driving his planes over the mountains there and then he did attack because it looked like um yugoslavia would be easy to take and that was his he was so aggressive you know taking everything he could um the six of them one stayed in slovenia and all of the women and one male uh ended up leaving the um the brother that disappeared was working uh as a soldier in belgrade when it was attacked and he was defending their then king um, and was captured in that first battle when they did a surprise attack uh, on the Yugoslavians. And they were attacked by the Italians and the Hungarians. It was from all sides. And Hitler wanted what he wanted. Um, and he was mad at uh, Yugoslavia for not signing a treaty that said they would be a friend of the Nazis because the Yugoslavian people did not enjoy the Nazis. Most of them were quite religious, either as Muslims or as Catholics. And, you know, the Nazi way of doing things didn't fit. So everyone took off. Two ended up in London and were in the Blitz. One, though, was uh, following her, her employer and on a submarine and was coming across the Atlantic uh, trying to get back to London, trying to get back to England when they were attacked by torpedoes. So at the height of the war, you did not want to be in the Atlantic, but that's where they were. It was um, very brutal, very surprising. 
that she survived that, but you know, not all of them did as well. And it's a story, as I say, where there's romance, there's a lot of intrigue, there's some heroism, um, and they uh, all try and keep their values as they were, but war changes everybody. Yeah, I mean, yeah. war is, is ugly. It's, um, I don't think it really helps anybody. It's just a, uh, a matter of control and power and and uh you know it's i don't i don't well, like it really the, the the main point in my writing the book was very anti-war um because there are no winners and now the odds are even worse because the planet is in such bad shape ecologically that if you fire nuclear weapons that if you tear up big pieces of the earth that you put more pollution in the air um, you're not just killing the people on the ground, you're killing the generations, you're killing the whole world. <clears throat> I don't mean to sound alarmist, but I think, you know, the crazy man who starts the war for aggressive reasons um, doesn't realize what he's doing to his the next generation, to his own grandchildren, maybe yeah. not even that far away. Um, and the devastation on human beings right there. That's why uh, a big piece of the proceeds from this book, each time it's sold on Amazon, is uh, going to the Wounded Warriors Project, because that is the best way for me to pay tribute to that family who sacrificed so much, lost so much, and were peaceful, you know, a very agrarian culture. They had a bucolic country living and they they used honey and they you know grew their own plants and they did a little hunting and they did a little roof work my great uh, my husband's great his grandfather um but they were not aggressive people and yet they lost so much yeah that's uh that's the thing about a war it's just it's just not not good and and you know it, it's it's good that that you are you are promoting uh, a book like this, especially uh, when the times now that uh, you know, like Russia and uh, being at the verge of a war, and um, not just with Ukraine, but you know, if they, I think they they bomb and kill some accidentally uh, NATO, in a NATO country uh, recently. Well, too. we Poland was a, lost two people by a bomb that went either astray. It might have been deflected by Ukrainian fire, but the Russians were firing on the Ukraine or they wouldn't have had to defend themselves. So in any case, if the Russian government would stop fighting and leave the Ukrainians alone, that whole area could be at peace again, but it would take a long time to rebuild. But all the money that's going into fighting could be put into rebuilding. and. Um, saving yeah. lives yeah yeah i completely agree and and you know what they say that uh well that that one that doesn't know their history they're they're meant they're they're meant doomed to repeat, to repeat right? it they're yeah repeat it. so when people don't don't know their history um it, it, it just like it's just because of just human nature you know and the, the, the thing that makes us 
uh, different than animals is that we learn from our mistakes and we we have conscious we communicate we have all these things that we are more advanced right than animals uh but um sometimes it seems like we're still uh not much different we're just like chaos but um it's 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 good to to have this to to push a a story like this to help people remember or or to just learn right a lot of people uh uh, they were born uh or you know younger or even older that don't remember a lot of the, the the time the war times um so it's good to to not push negative but just to raise awareness and get a good story right get get a good story out of it where you get entertained and then uh and then see that 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 how ugly uh, war can be from from a perspective from the inside and then you know we can all get together and and, and really push as a group as a society to avoid wars as much as we can right because it's not it would be nice if everyone would work together on this but you know the aggressive ones are the holdouts and they think well these people are pacifists then we can take advantage and it's a very difficult that's why you know we have to be diligent if we want to protect democracy and we have to have soldiers that are ready to guard against those aggressors but it's a shame when it ever has to really be put to use uh, and it's so destructive. And then, you know, I, I have a son, I have grandsons. The idea of them going to battle, um, a granddaughter going to battle, never mind. It, it's just a horrible thought of people out there senselessly going to war and, of course, all the other shootings. But I don't want to get into too much here. It's It's, it's overwhelming. The book... I think has a positive effect. It will touch the reader. They will be in love with some of the characters. They will feel emotion with those characters. Um, and they will want to contribute to peace, I think, if they read the book. And I hope it has that effect, that positive effect. I think it'd be a great Christmas gift because Christmas is a family, peaceful holiday. And the way the Slovenians celebrated Christmas is in the book. and even a description of the bread they used to make every Christmas Eve that had to rise overnight. It's, um, you know, a a homey feeling much of the time, but then things change. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, thanks. You know, thanks for, for taking the time to come here to my podcast and and to, to talk about uh, your, your background, you know, as a, as a, retired psychologist, which I like a lot. Uh, and, and then uh, how do you transition now to be an author and impacting lives other ways? And uh, I think this is very, very timely. Uh, and, and I hope to be able to to amplify the impact uh, of this book so more people can get entertained and also be a, an advocate of, yeah. right? An advocate of peace, uh, right? And, and, and because after seeing seeing it from the inside right getting that perspective through the book uh can really can really change the perspective of a person so well and i am very grateful to you for all your help and advice along the way and certainly for highlighting um the red toque love and loss in the time of tito yeah uh no problem my pleasure to to do that and so this was uh cindy adams and foo and this is us signing off bye bye 
Thanks for listening to Moments with Foo with your host, Foo. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates and we will see you on the next episode. Oh, 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 oh,